Hello, 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 everybody. How's everybody doing on this beautiful Wednesday? Welcome back to our weekly live podcast, Heal the Unicorn, which we live stream into our Facebook group called Empathy Unicorn Academy. Uh, so the, pers- the purpose of this podcast is to provide tools to help women, entrepreneurs, you, to rebuild your confidence, heal your brokenness, find your voice, rediscover who you are, escape that mental prison that you feel you are in so that way you can live your life authentically on your terms speak for your truth feel whole and completely fulfilled in all areas of life and on this journey you would also raise your consciousness just a little bit um your loyal host bethany briggs self-care and and self-love practitioner and myself yana kasperzak core energy coach who today is feeling (laughs) out of sorts that's why it's like my pencil is flinging everywhere my fingers feel like they don't belong on my hands it's one of those days where I'm like aware of my body and it's awkwardness of moments um so here we are I I feel you on that I've been in my fields um dealing with stuff so I've Affiliate. and we'll get into that more i'm sure that will come yeah because yeah <laughs> I, I mean, we always will get into that and at this point i feel like our loyal listeners or viewers would already know what we're talking about and that is the cycles and everything that we're going through right now yeah um so anyways welcome to the podcast and today's topic is I love helping everyone and putting them first. I want everyone to win. And uh, we'll be talking about level four. This is basically where we 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 put other people's feelings and wants and needs first before our own. Um, and the advantages and disadvantages of being at this level right so we'll talk about that um and then also i wanted to talk about level four in a way of that when we give ourselves the care it reflects outwardly in the way of it will be noticed you the shifts that happen inside of you will be noticed by others even if they don't spend much time with you or they've never talked to you they will feel like something has changed something has shifted and they will be very curious about it some people might just simply mention i feel like your energy has shifted or changed or there's something different about you what happened did you get a new haircut it's like, uh, no, I haven't had a haircut in like three years because, you know, COVID happened and then afterwards I just uh, cut my own hair. So, and then after that, I decided I ain't cutting my own hair, just let it grow wild. <laughs> so that's what we're going to be talking about today. The lovely level four that is called the caregiver, where you are quite literally caregiving to others, for others. Many people who live in this level quite literally live in this level because 
they do something for a living, for a job, for a career that involves caregiving for others. And that is quite literally, if you really think about it, any job that you are doing, you're doing it because you know that the result of what you do are going to help somebody else. Even if it's just one person above or two people above, or maybe you deal with customers, you know, they come to you and you interact with customers and you help them that way. With each one, you're feeling that sense of contribution. And, and this is where some people become addicted to what they do for a living and they become workaholics because it helps to, it, it, this is where they feel fulfilled. And since we talk, we help women to achieve a complete and full level of, of fulfillment, it's important to do things that actually fulfill us. So, but at the same time, making sure that it's not affecting anyone else in any negative negative way in your life and that is including yourself so sometimes things that we are doing and helping others it makes us feel great but in return it makes us feel like crap now let's take that off the career conversation and bring that into the home so in a house if you are a woman by nature you are a caregiver because by nature, a man is a protector and provider. And by nature, you, the woman, you are a caregiver and a nurturer. That's why you have been given, I don't want to say more emotions and feelings, but they, there are multiple levels for one emotion and one feeling for you as a woman. And that's why we're so in tune and that's why we're so sensitive. And that is why we're, our intuition is like this. Once we learn how to, how to read it, how to understand it, because our intuition is based on feelings and emotions, right? The invisible forces, so to speak. And, and that's why it's important for women, especially to understand this fine line of being too much of a caregiver because too much of a good thing um yes Francis, i'm gonna put my pencil down um, he's like hey, pencil pencil let's follow that uh toy uh too much of a caregiver like too much of a good thing can be too much right uh, and that goes for anything in life there needs to be a balance so for example, yesterday uh, on our secret circle, we were talking a little bit about masculine and feminine and, and understanding that there needs to be a balance between those two as well. And in our personal life, when it comes to, and th think about it this way, since we're talking about masculine and feminine, is looking at level four, which we'll get into more. And you'll, 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 get to, you'll get to understand level four as we go through it. But looking at level four as when you using level four as a caregiver to others, you're in your feminine. Mm. And when you are using it for yourself, you are in your masculine because you're saying, I come first, I take care of me. And I know by taking care of me, 
and part of that, of course, okay, is is feminine as well, because you you can't fully be one hundred percent masculine, one hundred percent feminine. I'm just I'm, I'm pointing this out to those that like to nitpick at certain things, whether it's out loud or in our mind. It's like, well, no, it's not all masculine. No, it's not one hundred percent, but it is mostly masculine. Where where you are putting yourself first and are uh, disciplined about noise, the word that I would use. And then in the feminine, you're giving and giving and giving to others. And when you stay in the feminine, you usually find yourself in level two, like we were talking about, where you get angry, frustrated, irritated, and you know, what about me? Where's my turn? And whether it's outwardly towards yourself or or inwardly towards yourself or outwardly towards others. Or you go into level one where you feel like a total victim and cares you know, loves you and you keep giving and you keep, you know, wiping their ass essentially and wiping and wiping and wiping and there's not even like a thank you that you feel that is an actual authentic thank you. Right? So and even if you do, you still need more of that which is partially external validation and why someone like jumping from level one to level four or from four to one um, is highly in, in a place where they need a lot of validation as well. Um, at a higher level, you don't need that validation. You, you already have it uh, without even having to search for it. So with level four, as a caregiver, before I go into more detail of what it actually is, I want to give you know, I wish I could give you my physical microphone. Oh. <laughs> and I also um, figured out that when I talk like this, this sounds like I'm talking right into the microphone. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm like my own shell. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. And then this way is just like a, a normal. From a distance microphone. Uh, right. So, anyways, tag your it. Okay. Well, yeah. So, level four, everything you're saying, um, like starting out with like where with level four of like workaholic stuff like that. Ultimately, um, it resonated deeply because that's where a place that I came from, where I was living in level four and living there and living there and giving and giving and giving. Um, I worked all the time. Um, I, I worked myself sick. Um, I got to a point where I had migraines and I physically couldn't work anymore because they got so bad. Um, because I was giving, I, I worked in the food industry, you know, so customer service right there. There's the giving, giving. And I didn't have the most important thing about level four is the self-love and self-care, you know, giving to yourself, like you mentioned. The minute I started to give to myself, I was able to give to others. Like, you know, I was, I was giving and giving to others, but I, I stopped giving in a way where um, my needs were being put on the back burner, you know, like I, like you said, like, you know, I take care of myself first and then I can take care of others. And how do I do this? Well, I, I've established a morning routine where I'm taking care of myself first thing in the morning. No one else. It's me. I'm taking care of me. 
And that's not selfish. That's important. And if you are saying like, well, I don't have time, wake up a little bit earlier. I know it might be hard at first. Change is always hard. Change is gonna is the only constant though as well. And if you can change your routine to even just have five minutes in the morning to yourself, where you do your favorite thing, that's your self-love and self-care. For me, I have a whole routine where I do my yoga, I do meditation, I do a check-in with myself, I do mantras, um, I do breath work, I do a gratitude practice, I do affirmations, and I do this in the morning before anything else because then I feel like, okay, well, I gave myself love, I see, I'm heard, seen, and loved, now I can go to my loved ones and those around me. And I, now I can give from a healthy place. And that's where it was, where I was before with level four. It was very unhealthy, unhealthy. Uh, like I said, I, I, got, I, I got sick from it, from giving too much and not taking care of myself because my needs came on the back burner. That's when I stopped showering regular. And this is like, man, it's, it's a long time ago now. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it because I've been living here in Michigan almost seven years now. Um, and before that I was working at that job for like seven years and it was in the last, so I want to say like 10 years ago is when it was really impactful. I got, I, I started doing or taking pills because it helped mask and it helped me keep going because I didn't have a practice for myself. I decided, well, I'm going to mask myself because there's other, other people are more important than me. And that's not okay because you're important too. And I had to remind myself and I didn't know who I was back then. But so now instead of me, um, you know, giving, 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 I do self-love and self-care so I can receive and I can give from a healthy place. Um, and I also, I ask for help because before around the house, I would do everything and I would get so burnt out and stressed out just because I was doing it all. But the minute I stopped and started asking for help, like I delegated cleaning up the living room at night to Uriah. He, he gets daily task money for it. He gets his allowance for cleaning up. You know, my husband now, he helps me with doing the dishes and he helps me with little things around the house. But before he didn't know I needed help. He saw that I was doing it all. And he's like, oh, she got this. She doesn't need help. But inside I was screaming for help. And I didn't realize. So when I started yoga, and I started to do life coaching. I started my personal growth and development is when I saw all these things that I did to my, that I used to do. And then doing the, taking the law of being really helped as well, because I learned the energy levels and learning the energy levels was so important to get out of this because yes, level four is important, but to only be in level four, it's so limiting because then you're not going after opportunities. You're not creating visions. You're not a man. You're not manifesting. You're not like, you know, going after your passions and your gifts. You're just giving, giving, and sure. You could be giving yourself self-love and self-care. Sure. Yeah, that's great. But now that you're doing that for yourself, go beyond that, you know, rise above it. And yeah, sometimes I find myself going to level one sometimes like, um, Last night and this morning, me and my husband were, you know, we were kind of button heads. Um, I was in my feels. I let my ego get out of hand. I said something that I didn't mean. Well, no, I meant it, but it was just rude. Um, so ultimately, yesterday was a busy day for me. You know, we had the secret circle. Me and you, 
have our business strategy call. I had a Zoom, another sacred uh, thing that I do. Uh, it's a high vibe tribe. Um, so that was another Zoom call. And at the end of it, I wanted to hang out with my husband and then my son wanted to hang out with me. So, you know, I hung out with him and then it finally came time for, you know, me and my husband to have alone time. And, you know, he just wanted to talk to me, but I didn't realize I was all talked out because of, everything I'd done through the day. Like I, I loved what I did throughout the day, but I've never done that many Zoom calls in one day. And so it was a really like, it was a growing and like one of those things where I was just like spent, I was spent. I, it's also a big manifesting day because of the new moon yesterday. So I had already been doing like my ceremony stuff and opening up the energy and going into the shadows. So it was all part of the process, but it, what it opened up for me was the fact that um, I was, I said something I didn't mean. Um, we were talking and so I told him before we got into the conversation we were talking, I was like, I really just wanna go sit down and relax with you. But he wanted to talk to me. He wanted to have a conversation with me. He wanted to hang out. He just, he wanted to go straight to watching TV. We didn't really get a chance to hang out yesterday. But in my mind, I was so burnt out from like all the talking I'd already done and I was tired and it just was like, well, I just wanna hang out with you and not talk. But I didn't realize that and I didn't verbalize it. And I rudely said, well, I don't wanna talk about this. And he stopped. And so I didn't get to finish what I was saying, which I was gonna tell him, you know, I wanted to just go hang out and just chill. But I said something really rude and that was super upsetting to him. And he had every right to be upset, but instead of me, you know, being like, oh, I'm sorry I said that, you know, I let my ego get the best of me. And I let that, the meanness come out, you know, and, and then that triggered my gremlin, which causes me to go into this emotional state of feeling like I'm going to be abandoned now. And I am, he's going to leave me now. He doesn't want to be with me anymore because he doesn't even want to talk to me anymore. Like, oh my God. Like, and so, you know, we, we talked it out and we were like, okay, let's just go, let's just go hang out. You know, I apologize a little bit, but I didn't apologize fully. I didn't apologize for the rude statement. I apologized, you know, just for letting things get out of hand in a sense, but I didn't do the whole apology. Um, and so, you know, we went to bed, we were fine, I thought, but I had this thought that came to mind. Now in this world that we live in, um, with relationships specifically, we're told and we see it in movies, we see it in shows, we see it in books. The way to make up is through sex. That is the way to make up. And I found myself just feeling like we didn't make up and I'm like, why do I feel this way? We apologize. We had a great time watching our show, you know, like it was, it was a good time. Like there was no, I, I you know, I didn't see why I would, I'd be still feeling like a little off about it. And that's why though, because that feeling came up because how I used to handle like fights is with an unhealthy apology of makeup sex, as they call it, you know, that, okay, but what, what is that really doing? It's putting a mask on. You're not working through it. You're not expressing yourself. You're not communicating. And for me, I want to strengthen my relationship with my husband. I want to communicate with him. And so what, what really ended up at the end of it, because this morning we kind of got into it as well, because we didn't resolve. 
We didn't have that full mm -hmm. apology. We didn't have that full expression. I, the apology I, I want is where we're, could we work through it? We're communicating, we're listening, um, we apologize, but then we also are able to release it and let it go and help it strengthen us and build us to be, you know, stronger and have a stronger connection. And so at the end of it today, that's exactly how it ended up being where he was finally expressing to me, okay, well, this is how I'm feeling. And I finally apologized for letting my ego good out of control for not being understanding and compassionate you know like he just wanted to be heard seen and loved and he even said like I, I, I don't feel important like you know you had all this time like I just want to spend time with you and I'm like me too like I, I don't and he's like I don't want to fight and I'm like I don't want to fight either I just want to like spend time with you and have those moments and so it was a really beautiful thing at the end and I had a lot of like golden nuggets that came out of it like the whole like makeup sex thing like the unhealthy the unhealthiness of it and how it just masks problems. And if you're in a relationship where you're like, I feel like it's never getting better. Well, are, is this potentially something you're doing? Because if that's something you're doing, then from what I'm finding in my experience, I, I we're not working through it. We're not working through the, the problem at hand. We're masking it, you know, like anything. Um, how I binge eating, it used to mask you know, like, and so I'm uncovering more of my masks and I'm uncovering more ways I can be at balance with my ego because that's important. And I know in your card reading, um, you're talking about the ego on Monday and like, you know, the importance of having an ego because that's what makes us us, but it's important to have that balance. And I now like, I've named my ego, Sophia, because it's like with your name. And I know we've said this before, but like, when you're called, when your name is called, you're like, what? You, you get it your attention. So I named my ego so I could get its attention. And now it's like, oh, what are you doing? And I had to call myself out and I didn't like that. It's like, <laughs> but you know, um, I went outside, I had a nice walk and it was just more of like a loving walk. Like, you know, like we wanna change. We gotta be willing to change. This is coming up again because it had come up a little bit before but I just kind of pushed it under the rug like eh whatever it doesn't that doesn't mean anything you know but it means everything <laughs> when you push something under the rug it's not going to just magically go away you got to you got to do the things to help it go away and that's why self love and self care is so that's why I'm a self love self care practitioner a mindfulness coach because of where i used to be where i would not i would give 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 oh you want oh give 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 and i I have nothing left, but here you can take more. And no wonder why I was depressed. I was anxious. I didn't know who I was. And ultimately, when you were talking about the workaholic thing, what really like um, was my big shift point was when I decided to break away from the work field, like the work I decided, okay, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom now, and I'm going to work the business with my husband. But I didn't realize that I was using that to mask the need for self-love and self-care. I was giving and giving and giving, but I wasn't giving to myself. And that when I quit that job and I had all this time on my hands, like it was like, oh, fuck. Like, all, and that's when everything started to come up. But that's also when I started my personal growth. I started, you know, like 
the uh, life coaching. I started um, taking courses. You know, I started to do the self-love and self-care actually, but it took me to a place where I was having panic attacks. I was anxious. Um, I was insecure. I, I didn't, I don't know. I was in a dark place, but it helped me pull me to the light to where I am now, where I find that it's very important first thing, if you can, to give some time for yourself. And at the end of the day, if you can, I went from a place of not doing that at all to a place now where I do it throughout my whole day. Um, so it's possible. Anything's possible. You just got to set your mind to it. And I like to remind myself to listen to my heart song and my intuition, because that's where your messages of for yourself really lie is in those in that place. And if any of this the stuff that I said has made your heart like feel any type of way, and that's just your calling for self-love and self-care. Yeah. Yeah. And I would add just breathe into that. Yeah. So that you can continue to like when you breathe, you release. So breathe into that space wherever you feel in the discomfort deeply and slowly and yeah. release it. So you can continue following along with us here. Okay, because here comes the fun part, the information part to help you now bring in everything that I've said. And then with the example that Bethany shared, graciously shared with all of us here um, to help you understand how level four energy is showing up. Because now you hear a story and through that story, now you're given the information on what it is be able to hear those parts and, and see where we're showing up in Bethany's story and then how it's showing up in your own life story. Maybe even every single day. Okay, so as you noticed that the experience of a energy level four is not entirely anabolic, which means that it's not entirely good and uplifting and healing and uh, rejuvenating and resurrecting. Uh, it contains some of the catabolic energy, which is destructive, which is uh, the one that will disintegrate and break and eat away at anything. It's that solvent that will dissolve anything that you put into it, like acid in a way, right? That's why it's a cannibal. Uh, it eats away at you. So that's the the darker side of level four and we'll get into advantages and disadvantages as well and the core thought um, and the core concern at this level is for others you are still putting others first that even through your self-care and through your practice of self-love you're still doing it from a place of concern for others because mm. you're saying I'm doing this because I know by taking care of myself and that's how it comes that level four right. you're like oh no you're selfish you can't be a caregiver but it it's the intention behind it the intention is the intention is something that you hear at the core you can say what you want that you're saying that you're doing it for others to make yourself feel better but if you're doing it and it just makes you feel great and you're still not fully available for others and you're not really doing it for others, you're doing it for yourself. And then it wouldn't be level four, that would be more like level three. Um, and anyway, so from level four, you your concern, like I said, it 
the intention behind it is I am doing this so I know I'm going to be fully available for everyone and anything that comes my way today. So I'm fully present, right? And fully there. As a business owner, you would want to do something like that. So that way you're fully available for your clients, for your customers. Um, as a parent, as someone who is in a relationship and everyone is in a relationship, whether it's a, a friend relationship or a loving or intimate relationship, whatever the relationship is, um, you want to be fully present for everyone in that relationship. So therefore, it's important to put yourself first and care for yourself. Now, at level four, um, this level is mainly where, like, how can you tell if this is you? Uh, highly sensitive people exist here. Uh, empaths, this is where you're living and breathing every single day. Uh, you're caring, you come from a place of love, you, you are very giving, uh, giving in different different ways, right? Some people give financially, some people give uh, verbally, other people they give through action, um, other people give through food. Whatever your love language is, is how you would be giving. You'd be giving from using your love language. Um, this level is also, there's a lot of support that you would be supportive to others and helping others, right? Back to you putting others first because you want them to win um you this level looks and feels selfless since the focus on these actions is on others winning and succeeding it, it looks that way that you are just you're so selfless you are you like Bethany, when you were talking about you're doing everything and Brian didn't know that you needed help. That's what it looks like. It looks like you are selfless, that you are getting things done, that you're superhuman, that you're superwoman. And I will also throw in there that it comes from a deeply ingrained program that I refer to as the good girl syndrome that you're a good girl because good girls, they don't ask, they don't nag, they don't annoy, they don't, uh, they don't expect you to do anything. They're doing everything they can and they're just superhumans. Um, people at this level. So when you are at this level, you'll be a great problem solver because you are there to help and through helping you solve people's problems. So back to what career you have. If, especially if you are solving people's problems or you help people to solve problems, like I help people to solve problems, I don't solve the problems for them. I help them to solve problems by helping them to go within and understand more of who they are and then make the decision based on who they are. Um, and then stick to it. That's that's the most important ingredient. Like I mentioned, um, people at this level, they are highly emotional and they're emotionally intelligent as well. They have that emotional intelligence. And often the feelings that are associated with people, you know, what on this level would be compassion, 
gratitude, caring, love, trust. But when I say love, it's unconditional love. It's not just love. And back to, they put others first. Even if it means that they're going to go to the bathroom, cry their eyes out, feel better, come out to be able to be present again for others. How many of you have done that? Raise your hand. Right? It's like, I feel like if you are a human being and an empath especially, that you had wanted to say or do something or react in a certain way, but instead you chose to take the higher road, which is a lot more harder because it's so much higher up that you need to suppress ego, put ego aside to go and have a cry and then come back and say, it's okay. Yeah, and that's what I ended up doing. I just didn't run off in the other room to cry. I was making food for my family. I was like, <laughs> Like, but in the past yeah. I would have ran to Brian and I would have still been butting heads with him like oh why are you not talking to me what's going on but instead yeah, yeah like you said the high road is harder because my ego really was playing that 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 situation she was like on a roll and it was like whoa no not anymore and it was just that cry and the cry was so releasing and even my husband's like I don't you're just like why do you have to cry like that? Like, fuck. I'm like, I don't care. Just trying, to, <laughs> trying to breathe. Like, fuck. Like, give me a minute. Like, just something that needs to come out. And yeah. I remembered also uh, my depot shots, shots due soon. So that's a lot of times when that happens, my emotions are all over the place. So I mean, that's something else I didn't take into account, you know, yeah. awareness. So see that right there is basically also the result of being at level four, where you come from a heart space. Like you're using your heart, you're in your heart, you're in your feelings, you're in your core, right? And then the, the options are, what do you do with all these feelings and emotions? You can't just ignore them. You need to work through them. And if your process is to cry and release that way yeah. without having to run away i mean raise your hand if you also cry while you're making food or you're cleaning right? or whatever it is that you're doing and not even like not even being ashamed or embarrassed by your tears as they're being released like i have done that enough times i i do my best not to do that in front of my kids but at the same time by not uh, showing and expressing my all of my feelings and emotions in front of my kids, I'm not helping them to learn what they are and how to deal with them. Exactly. It's the same thing as avoidance and like and doing thing, things in secrecy. So whatever you're going through, you're growing through. And if your kids are watching, because they always are, like even if they're in a different room, they're feeling that energy. They, they are. If anyone that's in the house, they're feeling that. So then it's important to also have conversations, especially yeah. if they were physical present and they were watching and observing, to help them understand a little bit more of you as well as of them. Yeah. Right? Bringing, becoming a little coach in a way with, the, with your kids or people that are there to like, almost a lot, because people love to talk about themselves. 
kids especially. So the goal here would be to get them talking and that is how they will feel better. And they will, they will also have much more of their own awareness with what just happened. And you yeah. get to tap in and listen to their process. Uh, people at level four, this is where whenever you're at level four, you will be like, yeah, that's where I was. Yeah. Or that's what level I was. When you're making deep connections with people, you are at level four. You are being the caregiver. You are listening. You're tuned into mm -hmm. their frequency. You're there. You're putting them first. And you make deep connections with those people. And some of these deep connections, they can last a lifetime. Um, now, when it comes to making decisions, this is the, the fun part that <laughs> I'm curious to see how many will say me, 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 um, is that before you make a decision on practically anything is you consider how that decision could affect others in your life. So yeah. if you find yourself mostly putting like with sometimes even with small decisions, like if I don't go walk the dog right now, what's going to happen, right? Who is this dog going to bother? Uh, is it going to annoy my partner? Um, is it going to annoy my son? Is it going to have an accident? And then everybody's pissed off, right? So like you're you're thinking from a place and, and this happens like, like this, where you don't even really realize that you're thinking about others before you actually make the decision to do whatever it is that you're thinking of doing. Yeah. And I, also, yeah, I would go say ahead. to do that. And yeah. now the more and more I'm getting away from that. So I'm glad you brought that up because it showed me a little bit of growth. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thank you. Because that would be now when you are removing that part, when you're making decisions, yeah. uh, completely not well not completely because it's still going to be certain decisions that others will be involved but for the majority of time when you are making decisions that you're not thinking if i do this is it going to upset somebody else is it going to bother yeah. is it going to annoy them you just make a decision and you go and you do it and that comes from a higher level of energy yeah um it would be more so level five you see an opportunity you go and you take it and and then you kind of, if you have to deal with something, you'll deal with it afterwards. But it just comes from a place of more of place of being. Whereas level four is not necessarily being. It's more of thinking and, and analyzing. And, and like I said, it happens so instantaneously that we're not even aware that we're basing our decision on others and how it will, what, what implications it can have on others before we take an action on something. So it's also important to remember that this level, like we mentioned, includes nurturing yourself through self-care. And we talked about that quite a bit, but which also, like, like I mentioned, goes through, you're doing it thinking about others. The implications of what you're going to do it's not necessarily negative implications it's the good things that we do the self-care we're thinking of i'm doing this for them 
So that's why from level four, you are considering others before really considering yourself, even though you are considering yourself and putting yourself first. Um, so at this level as well, people don't take uh, things personally. And this is where for me, and I would I would love to hear which one so far rings the loudest to you. This this is where you go, oh my God, this is this is so me. And I've been like this my entire life and I just didn't know what it was, but it is just how I am and my attitude. Because this level is based on your attitude. So for me, I take very little personally because I'm able to see things objectively. And that's what someone at this level is like. They don't take things personally or they take very little things personally. It's almost like somebody says something and it goes right over my head. I don't even hear it because I'm looking at it as a whole and not as a thing they say, but I look at it as a whole. Like when somebody says something to me and it's a rude comment, I don't even hear the rude comment. And you wouldn't even believe how many times people have said rude things to me that they didn't even hear them. And then somebody else around me points out to me and I don't even hear it because I look at it as objectively, which means I look at this individual as a whole, as I have known this person for this many minutes, hours, days, months, years. And as a whole, I know that they mean well. So whatever it is that they're saying, it's coming from, from a place of love. Even if it might not be coming from a place of love in that moment, um, that's kind of like how, how that works. And then when somebody has a problem, they're really quick to jump in and try to fix it and try to solve it and give you old tips and tricks and solutions. I used to be like uh, tenacious with this one uh, where I just, oh, I can help you. I can help you. I can help you. Whereas now you want it, you come and ask. You want more, you come and pay, <laughs> which took me so long. When I say long, I mean a year, maybe a bit more to be comfortable to even start charging for my services. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a process as well, because then I need to tap into the self-care of myself and make sure that I see that what it is that I'm doing, what it is that I'm offering is completely coming from this level of energy because of the results that it brings. And the results is you as the client, you win, you are the winner. Um, and that's why people at this level, they will notice that a lot of other people who, you know, would be using them and, or come to help, come to them for help and advice. Even if they don't take the advice, don't take the help, they just still come or they come and they unload things on them to, this is what I'm going through. Okay, that's it, I'm done. Or please help me, I don't know what to do. So that's level four in a nutshell. Uh, like I said, I would love to hear how it is showing up in your life. Maybe right now followed by how would you like it mm -hmm. to show up in your life 
because we do have a choice right now this is how it's showing up and if this is not what you choose then how would you like it to show up in your life instead how would you like to use this level to your advantage so now let's talk about really quickly about advantages and disadvantages so you you can maybe answer that question a little bit better a little bit of more content for what is level four so advantage of level four for those of you that are you know living and breathing at this level as both bethany and i did for a while until we uncovered the truth of this <laughs> level and it's like oh, let's let's do this instead <laughs> so is that uh is that people really do care about helping and serving others like that people like us we really do care to help and serve others and to see them succeed which makes us feel great to be a support and great to be able to make a difference it makes us feel great now the disadvantages is that without establishing healthy boundaries i love to talk about boundaries is that the the tendency at this level is to praise everyone else's needs above your own and often find yourself be in the middle of somebody else's drama and try and solving people's issues and problems um, and this could result in taking on too much as well which brings into the catabolic energy that we're talking about which leads to then feeling overwhelmed or burnt out uh, or unworthy not good enough which is level one right we already talked about the disadvantages earlier or annoyed angry frustrated at level two when things are out of balance so this level is great and it's powerful, but if you are not balancing it with anything else and you're just giving and giving and giving, and I, I kid you not, if this is where you are, I will tell you that everyone that I work with is here for majority of time. They're right here at this level. Even if they come across really angry, like, the phrase that I I love that I live by and that reminds me and and it grounds me just doesn't just remind me it grounds me is this hurt people hurt people I was thinking the same now, when we ourselves are hurting mm -hmm. no matter how empathetic no matter how awakened no matter how conscious we are when we are hurting because we're human beings as well we hurt other people unintentionally. What Bethany was talking about, what she was sharing, she was hurt. So she hurt others. She lashed out in the moment of anger, reacted instead of responding. Even though she has all the tools and knowledge and uses them, but she's a human being. I can raise two of my hands. If I had more hands, I would raise. I've done that. And I'm considered to be an expert at, at these energy levels, but I still do it because I am a human being and I have a reaction bone. It's, it's still there and it's always going to be there, 
But the difference is, is, you know, from me six years ago to now is literally black and white, where I instantly reacted to everything. And my reaction practically instantly brought me to level one, into my depression. And it just like, I went deeper and deeper and deeper until I could no longer see the one thing that cures it all, that is hope. I could no longer see hope when I was there. And when you lose hope, like, that is the scariest of them all. You can lose belief, you can lose love, you can lose yourself, but when you lose hope and you are just like hopeless, that's really hard to come back from. And that was just five years ago when I was completely and utterly hopeless. So now I am just full of hope without even looking for it, without even trying that it's just there and the tears and the the lump of my throat is because I'm an empath and because I'm able to go back to these reminders are really great where we're tapping in emotionally to where we were to truly feel the gratitude for where we are because it's important to feel grateful for a moment I want each and every one of you, just for one single moment, to think about one thing of where you were five years ago to where you are now. That one thing that has changed that you didn't believe was able to be changed. That you, that this was it. This for was me, it's anxiety. Yeah, anxiety was that yeah. thing. And I, and I actually saw something uh, the other day at a playlist of like relaxing music. It was an old one I haven't even looked at. And on it was a bunch of meditations for anxiety, a lot of protection stuff yeah. uh, on the mind. And I was just like, whoa, I see where I came from. Like, this is, I was like, this is the old, my focus was doing this. And so it's like where you put your focus, that's where the, your energy goes and where your energy goes. That's where your passion and your gifts lie. Because if, with everything I, I, I was telling about in this in situation with my husband, like I am super grateful we're at the place we are now because in the past, it would have gone to where I would have ran off to cry. He would have gone off and then we would have never apologized. We would have talked about it. We would have just moved on, put it under the rug, you know, done the whole makeup stuff and then, you know, go on our merry way but now we're actually doing what I want I want us to have a more strong connection as a husband and wife as you know as as I, I believe he's my soulmate and you know he's one of my best friends Yana you're one of my best friends too but he's he's a, <laughs> you he's, too. The other, he's the other best friend and he's important yeah. and so when he was coming out with me with my his feelings it was just like yes, this is what I want. I want you to tell me how you're feeling because it's going to help me be better. And it's going to help me see where my, my role or flaws in a sense, you know, what roles I'm playing in the situation at hand mm -hmm. where I'm 
you know, being unhealthy. And it just like helps in the end and to have, and that's something that helped was like gratitude, just being like, well, I'm grateful he's here, you know? Yeah, and gratitude is very healing when it's used correctly because there's a correct way and there's an incorrect way to use it and what's the difference yana you know how what is the correct way what is the wrong way you know i thought there's no right and no wrong there is and there's not so here's how it works with gratitude if you're just sitting or you're walking through and you're listing things that you're grateful for and you're saying them um that is the wrong way because true practice of gratitude needs to feel like it's coming from within from deep within you the best you you literally just witnessed it whether you you're watching or listening you could hear it in my voice i could feel it in my voice i could feel it creeping out like oh I can't swallow this one. It's coming through. And that was feeling gratitude for, for hope that such a word exists and that without hope, everything would just disintegrate. But for me, that was what you witnessed was gratitude for hope, gratitude for, for the ability to change and seeing quickly witnessing just jumping from one year to five years later, witnessing the change and understanding not only what it sounds like, but most importantly, what it feels like, because that's where gratitude is. Gratitude is in the feelings, it's in the emotions and our ability to feel so deeply. And that is what true gratitude practice is about, is feeling grateful. And that's why you can't feel grateful for um, too many, how do I put it, for too many things at once. That it's one thing and you're sitting with it. Because when you're trying to feel for too many, you're you're not 100% focused. You're distributing it into many different other things. But that's why you sit with one. I know Bethany's like, ah, I don't know about that. But you sit with one and then you sit with the other and then you sit with the other, right? It's one at a time. It's not multitasking. It's single laser focus on one and then on the other. Yeah, and I definitely agree when starting out a gratitude practice, that is very important. But I feel as you expand in your gratitude practice and like that real gratitude practice, you are able to be open to more stuff because I have a certain thing where I express everything that I'm grateful for and it's and it's just like broken down, you know, and I, I mean, I could say it real quick if that's okay. Um, so I'm grateful for the universe, mother nature, father, God almighty, grandfather, son, grandmother, moon, the stars, the sky, water, air, fire, earth, ether, the plants, the animals, the insects, the elements, the ecosystems for Brian, Uriah, sugar, my roommate, Brandon, um, for my friends, family, and loved ones, for this home and land, for our businesses and our partnerships, our investments and our asset revenues, um, for 
the, our vehicles, for the energy that surrounds us, for infinite abundance, you know, for having all of our wants, needs, and desires met, you know, for the journey, the growth, the lessons, the release, the cleansing, the healing, the gratitude, the patience, the peace, the challenges, the obstacles, the fun, the excitement, the adventure, the opportunities, the options, and this beautiful day. That's my gratitude practice. But it took me a while to find all those things. But those are like the most important things to me that I focus on, that I put in that gratitude practice. Um, so I definitely agree with you on like, you know, one thing, and I guess it depends on your attitude for it as well. Like if you're in a place where you can only focus on one thing, you know, yeah. Or you're doing a specific kind of like, um, like a focus thing with it, like a meditation in a sense where you only want that one, that one focus. And so I've done that before. Um, for sure. But I guess it's really like teach his own. What, how do you want your gratitude practice to be? But you need to feel it. Like when I was saying, I don't know if you could like, like see the feeling, like, I don't like, but I could like feel it. It was just like, Oh yes. Like all this stuff I'm so grateful for. And yeah. See the way that I'm hearing it is that you took time to uncover each one yeah. which means that you felt and you understood and you understood the physical way of being grateful for each and every one of those things. And therefore you're able to uh, go through them quicker and list them. But if you go through them slower and list them, go through each one and sit with it, let's say we're sitting with each one for a minute, then you'll feel yeah. more. Well, um, I hear it more as well as everything that we think feel and say or don't say is a manifestation as well so those that are just starting off you start with one yeah. and then you're able to have more and it takes less time to tap into that uh energy of gratitude which yeah. comes with practice and awareness of each one physically mentally and emotionally and therefore but on the days that are darker than others and gloomier than others no matter how experienced anyone of us is it takes us a little bit longer to go through each one because it's not a split second that we feel gratitude for each thing it's like it just takes a, a, a second longer Right. And I'll be honest, I don't go through it that fast. Um, that oh, was yeah. I figured you're just video. getting it all out. Yes. Yeah. There's like, I have like certain things I say about each one as I go through it and I go through it slowly in my meditation, but it took time to get to the place where I'm at. You know, yeah. it's like you said, it took me uncovering all these things that I'm grateful for and placing it into a statement. Like, and it, it slowly grew over time. So, I mean, if you were hearing mine and be like, I could never be like that. Well, I thought I could never be like that. Yeah. Here I am today, you know, doing it. Uh, but on the darker days, I definitely agree, you know, and on the darker days, I go through them a lot more slower. You know, um, yeah. a lot of the times if I'm doing like a quick gratitude practice, I just spill them out. Um, but those are, that's usually when it's one of my high energy days, you know, so really it's how you're feeling too with it. Yeah. 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 I'm really glad we brought in this gratitude practice for this, um, for this podcast. Cause I feel like for level four, like you were saying, it's so important and it's something I infuse into my water every single day. So I remember, and I think that's also why my gratitude practice is a lot, like a little more on like, can be more expanded because I do focus on it every single day. 
Mm-hmm. And that shows yeah. you when you put your focus into something, you know, it grows. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you have a if you get a plant, you take it or you get a seed and you put it in a mm-hmm. flower pot and you tend to it every day, do what needs to get done for the seed to feel happy and joyful and grow, yeah. then it will grow. But if you tend to it once in a while, it will go grow accordingly. If you plant it and forget it, or once in a blue moon, it will grow accordingly to how consistent you are with your care for it. So you are that seed, and how consistent you are with tending for and caring for the seed that is you will also determine how quickly you grow and you flourish and you and you bloom I'm glad you brought up that that garden reference because it's like when you like have your garden and you're tending to it and it's all these beautiful flowers and plants but then you go back and you do some of those old patterns again those old you bring in those old stories you go back to your old self you're just trampling on all that growth you did and sure it may not die but it's going to get it harder it's going to be harder for it to bounce back to its beautiful self but if you can just strip those away, and I know it's hard, but you know, weeds are important if you think about it. all this stuff yeah. is important because it makes you, you. So, you know, like, we're like a garden and, and we can choose what we want to plant and we can choose what we want to take out of our garden. Yeah. And ultimately we can water the, first- the weeds and then the weeds grow without even realizing. And the no. weeds, um, the way that I feel like describing them right now is those blocks those obstacles those buttons that you had created the things that irritate you things that annoy you the things that trigger you that's all of your weeds and Mm -hmm. when you see a weed in your field how you react to it is important as well how you respond to it is important what you do with it is important you you can rip it out but if any of the roots are left in there it will grow back. Sometimes it grows back with vengeance. Uh, so how you remove weeds is very important as well because if you remove them and you toss them and you say, fuck you fucker, you just ruined my life, then it's gonna come back with vengeance. But if you remove it and you're thankful and you're, you're grateful for it and because you took the time to understand it, and you took the time to dig out the root and everywhere that it goes, or at least the majority of it, that you dig deep enough to clean out as many roots as you can, that the rest of them simply won't have much to grow from. So that's how it works in real life, is when we have these weeds, this thing that irritated me and annoyed me, if I don't go in, deep enough to uncover where it's attached and where it's coming from and where's it feeding off and cut off the supplies and then take it out and don't release it with gratitude because it has taught me a tremendous amount of of lessons then it will continue to come back until i learn and then guess what actually once in a while those same weeds that do come back because they are so deeply ingrained that some of these roots they just take a lot longer to come back up to test and see if you have done the work 
for you to go back in there and dig it out again, but you don't have to do as much because that root is frail and it's literally on its last strand that one, one of these times when you go in there, it will be healed and it will not come back anymore. So just wanted to close off reminding everyone that healing is messy. Because if we're talking about dirt and soil, um, you got to get your hands dirty. And if initially it might not feel good, but when you do enough of that, believe you me, it feels great. It feels empowered each and every time that one day you might actually find yourself getting excited with this new awareness about a shitty part of yourself, if you want to label it mm-hmm. as anything, that now you get to work on that and heal through that and come out on the other end, not having it. So that's, that's it. This is where we're at um, now. Bethany, do you have a poem for us to close off? Yes. Um, you know, when you were talking about, you know, like gratitude for like, you know, the things that come up, um, I was just feeling really grateful for the healing journey, you know, just thinking back on everything. It's like, wow, you know, like, and it's true. Like you have to get down to that root cause. And I'm so glad that you say in the weeds, you know, that's, that's the traumas, the triggers. That's that, that's what like I was trying to think of, but it wouldn't come to mind. So when you said it, I was like, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) You know, finishing that train of thought there because it's so once I started to think of myself as a garden, it changed because you can visually see a garden and you're like, Oh yeah, that's what it looks like. Okay. So then you visualize yourself that way. So lovely. I'm so glad we, we left with this little golden nugget. Um, and then also I had gratitude for the situation with my husband that we can work through things and it's possible. And I'm grateful that I get to work on my unhealthy ego and I get to work on balancing my ego even more even more. And this goes into the quote that was picked for today. Um, as I randomly go through and just click one without looking at it. Um, so here it is. Gratitude is the only attitude. It will extend laterally and longitude. Yeah, sorry. That didn't really make sense. I wrote this a long time ago. Let me start. (laughs) Gratitude is the only attitude. It will extend laterally and longitude. There's no room to be rude. We are all awesome dudes. Love in a magnitude. Expose your true self and be spiritually nude. So pretty Um, much, yeah. yeah, just like be grateful, like, you know, have it extend to your whole life, like live, encompass, embody, infuse gratitude into your life. Because when there's more gratitude, there's less for, you know, the rude comments, you know, that that the ego to come up. And if it does, you have more gratitude, like I just expressed, like, you know, yes, I had a situation where my ego came up, but I'm grateful. Okay, now I uncovered something I get to work on to make me stronger. Hell yeah. This is Mm -hmm. awesome. That's a little blessing in disguise. Um, And then just to remember that we're all awesome and love, spread the love, Um, expose yourself and be spiritually nude. 
not sure exactly what I meant with that, but pretty much I feel like it's just sounds like be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, yeah, like be open with who you are, be your your unicorn, your unicorn self, your authentic self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I have to define, decipher them as I'm reading it because I'm like, what? Where was I when I wrote this? That's like a great question. It's like, where was I when I wrote that? Yeah. What was I thinking? What was I going through? What was I growing through? Because yeah. it came from an awareness moment. It came oh, from a aha an, moment. Yeah, this was May 2020. So this is only dealing with the pandemic. So when I was learning a lot more about gratitude and to be yeah. grateful for what we have, you know, and it makes sense, I guess, more because during that time there was, I feel like there wasn't as, you know, there was less unity. And now I feel like we're getting back into yeah. unity. Yeah, because yeah, we, were, we were all divided. There was so yeah. much division and it, the, the division will continue to happen because that's the only way how people can be conquered. Yeah. We just need to fight in our spiritual nudity, which means be yourself. Don't take no shit. Don't give no shit. Um, give less fucks. Maybe you need to give more fucks. It depends on which side you're on. If you're caring too much or not caring enough. Finding a balance with everything that we do. And everything that we don't do as well. Balance. That's what everything is about. Just thinking about that if there was a little bit less gravity on this planet, we would be out of balance. If there was a little bit less air or more air, we'd be out of balance. Back in the day, there used to be a lot, oxygen used to be a lot more thicker, uh, heavier. And that's why the dinosaurs were so big. Everything was bigger because it was more oxygen. Wow. Yeah, some documentaries that we, we watch. We watch I love documentaries. Yeah. Like, <laughs> about nature, about the world, about the universe. Right now we're watching uh, uh about the infinity. Ooh, nice. And it's really like mind twisting and thinking. And we're <laughs> sitting, all four of us are sitting there. Um, and like, oh my God, I didn't think about it like that. That's really interesting thought these mathematicians and geniuses and uh, philosophers, because then this guy's explaining what a philosopher is. And my daughter turns to me and she goes, mom, isn't that you? <laughs> I'm like, philosopher. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, thank you, sweetheart. Yeah, yes. right. <laughs> that can add that to my title, but we'll leave it at that. <laughs> it's so it's interesting um it's cool that she kind of put that with you you know like two and two together in a sense yeah. like it kind of shows you what she sees in you and that's really inspiring I know and that's why I was like oh that's great you do see me for who I am others will say preach Yana preach <laughs> right the preacher I'm like sure that's me you know give me the give me hey. the good titles why not I'll yeah. take them Right. Uh, so this is the other side of being a caregiver that others start to caregive to you as well as to watch and observe and they learn from you when they're living under the same roof and even those that are not living under the same roof they watch and observe you and some people based on um how do i put it some people based on their life journey and life experiences, which everything that they've been uh, exposed to, including the TV shows, will try, 
will not just try, this is how we all operate. When we meet someone, they will base who they think you are, they base it off their life exposure, mm. and you will become some kind of a character in their life story. And even though you might be uh, a superhero, some people will still see you as a villain because nobody's that good. Nobody is so like non-judgmental. Uh, nobody's that positive that there needs to be some kind of an agenda. And I'm here to tell you that there, though these types of people actually do exist and you're looking at two of them right now, at least. And those of you that are listening, guarantee, all of you guys are that way as well. All of us are heroes. And some of us just mistaken us heroes as villains. Um, example, Harley Quinn, villain or a hero. To me, she's a freaking hero. To many others, she'll be a villain. And also depends on her actions, right? If she's even <laughs> conscious of her actions. Deadpool, villain or superhero? To me, he's a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> right um to others he would be a villain but it all depends and again certain things that he would do i'd be like yeah that's kind of villainy <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so tells you that we all have that side though at the same time like we all have yes, great point. we could all tap into that side and what side are we nurturing you know what side are we caring for and and supporting and loving mm, and yeah um, you know, because nurturing is a big part of level four as well, you know, um, caring for it's a self love and self care supporting the compassion encouragement for growth, cultivating strengthening helping to develop giving and with service to yourself and others, you know, there's sometimes it's like giving to others and that's too much on level mm -hmm. four, but I feel like when there's that balance of, well, I, I, for me, like I spread love and I receive love, you know, when I, when I'm going to do stuff online, like with social media stuff, I call it my time to spread love and receive love. And I find my time on social media now is a more loving experience because the way I labeled it ultimately, because yeah. we're all going to label stuff. And if I can label things to where it helps me grow, hey, I'm going to label it with that. If it's yeah. not hurting me or causing me to go into a state of like drain, well, I'm going to stick with that. It's like a habit. You know, you can have healthy habits and you can have unhealthy habits. And one of my habits is self-love and self-care. And I will do it for the rest of my life because it's a healthy habit. So, you know, like some people are like, oh, no habits, you know, don't label anything. But you labels know? is what makes us, I mean, we yeah. develop language and words to understand things easier and quicker without having to explain. And yet we still find ourselves explaining, but words are really just labels for things, right? This is a pencil. <laughs> exactly. You label it, you pencil, right? This is an eraser, yeah. you label it. This right here is a candle. This like right here, right? It's like you, you label things. Yeah. So here's what I will also say, that some labels are negative labels. And too many of us put too many negative labels in ourselves um with i am in front of it now one label i want to just i'll talk about just one label really quickly is it helped me to shift things as well as you're talking about social media which is actually great uh that's a great idea i might use that myself because i i 
I'm in a place of healing when it comes to me and social media. Our relationship has been damaged. So now I am in the stages of healing and recovering that relationship. Um, so, and part of that is finding different ways of how to change how it is viewed. And it's something that I continue to do because it doesn't just happen just because, oh, this is a great label. Let's, let's do this. It doesn't happen like that. Uh, but little by little, the more I uncover, the more I am able to heal those buttons, those triggers, right? As we were talking about earlier. Uh, but depression, when I was going through depression and I separated the word depression into depressed, deep rest, that I'm not depressed. I am in deep rest i am deeply resting because this is what happens when one is going through depression they're constantly tired and exhausted because they're trying to rest they're trying to heal they're trying to catch up with all the growth and all the awarenesses and all this new shit that just came through which is i call awakening hence the spiritual awakening coach is because i myself have gone through that and i became aware of what was happening and why I needed that deep rest. Yeah. I've gone through a lot of things in my life. We all have gone through so many things in our lives that at one point in our life, we are forced to rest very deeply. Our body is doing that for us, not to us. So any of you are going through that, for that deep rest, through that hibernation season that might feel like it's not ending because it's one winter and it's a spring, summer, fall, and another winter, spring, summer, fall. It's like, how long is this hibernation going to last, right? Um, and you start to realize things. You already started. You're already on this journey. That's why you're watching this far. I invite you to reach out and talk to one of us. Or to somebody in your life, if it's not one of us and you don't feel very sure, very comfortable just as yet, I invite you to still reach out and talk to one of us. There, There's ways that we can help you. Or maybe there's somebody else in your life that is that sound wall that you're able to bounce things off without getting their feedback, but your feedback back from them. So that's someone that we all need to have in our life is that sound wall that is reflecting yourself back to you and helping you to understand more and not reflecting themselves back and telling you, oh, I did this, you do this. It helps. Help me, it must help you. We're not the same. No. Right? So... I mean, just like gratitude practice, yeah. how good for you, you're like, well, do one thing. And I'm like, well, for me, I have a, bowl, a bunch of things, you know, it's like, yeah. teachers, we all it, it also comes down to a little bit of a different gratitude practice because my <laughs> gratitude practice is more so I'm calling it in and I want to sit with this for as long as I can, that if I am in a, in a dark place and I feel like a piece of shit, like I do sometimes, cause I'm a human being, cause I feel like who the hell am I to be doing any of this? Who the hell am I to be re reaping the rewards and success of any of this? 
this is like it, it almost feels like it's not me doing it that it's somebody else comes in and does it because the real me mm-hmm. is a piece of shit right so when i feel that way yeah. i sit with one 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 word one feeling one emotion or maybe one phrase and i really feel it and i find different uh experiences different thoughts that help me to bring in more in and that's what i call manifestation because what i'm trying to do in that moment is i'm trying to manifest who i actually am who i want to be that is not here right now it's like knocking out the door and i'll stand there i'll knock on the door saying this one word this one phrase this one thing until i get it until i'm like okay there she is yeah yeah, exactly and I really like how you made that into like um it's like you mixed a zen meditation style to where you had like that one point of focus with gratitude and made like your own little meditation out of it I really like that like you know you specifically for that purpose of manifesting or you know because I feel like once you have the gratitude down manifesting comes so much easier yes yeah it's like this like I can go to sleep think about one thing and it happened a couple of times where I thought I'm like there's there's some stuff I'm selling on uh, on Facebook marketplace and I thought I'm like I want this to be gone like this needs to go and next morning I wake up to a couple of messages to this thing (laughs) and I didn't even like realize that I was doing that like, oh, this is great. And then once you realize what you're doing, there's a little bit of doubt that sets in. Is it really doing <laughs> it? Or is this just coincidence? And you start questioning things. And then once you start questioning things, it's like, oh, you don't believe in me. Exactly. And then it stops showing you those signs. Bye-bye. Until you do believe in me again, mm-hmm. right? So it's great to question things, but some things when they're working for you, leave them alone do not poke the bear because you start questioning it and the whole structure can fall apart but at the same time maybe you need the whole structure to fall apart in order for you to figure out what is the structure actually made out of so that way you can replicate it when you actually need it yeah and real quick I had this experience with work with my movement practice um back a couple years ago I'm like this is my like anxiety buster like this will get me through it well I stopped where I stopped doing a movement practice like that where Mm -hmm. I was doing a HIIT workout and then all this you know I was still doing my yoga but I didn't have that like that time where I'm getting all of that energy out where I'm pushing myself to the max and that's where my masculine energy shows up if I want to increase my masculine energy I work out if I want to increase the feminine I go to my mindfulness practices but anyways so going so I stopped doing the movement practice and then just back in April I started to do them again and I was like why did I stop doing it and it was that doubt like is this really working is this really working for me and then to go to you know six months ago I'm being like whoa like I'm connecting these dots now it was necessary for it to fall away to see what it does for me but like now I see the bigger picture, you know, so yeah. yeah. And it also reminds me of, you know, when you were sharing how you did the Zoom calls and how you and I were talking before we even hopped on live, that I was essentially using level four, since we're at this level, this would be sure. a great example as well. At the end here, it's some extra bonus material for yeah. you guys. Um, 
how I used to have three, four, some days, even five Zoom calls in one day. And I would find myself in level one where I was just giving and giving and giving and not caring for myself. And, and the thing is, I loved them. I felt great. And I had my things that would help me to show up and be present. And, but it was really just taking a toll on me. And I decided I am without, you know, using, I'm aware this is level four. This is what I'm doing. And this is how, what I did is I'm like, let's put it all away. Let's just keep one. Okay, one for the whole entire week, one, and see what happens. Because I started questioning, is this really working? Is this it? It's like, blah, blah, blah. And going into the rabbit hole, I'm like, let's just keep one. The one that you guys are all listening right now to, the podcast, this is the one thing that I kept. Out of all the things that I was doing, I kept one. Um, and it just kept things going. But I started realizing the things, like, they were working. But they weren't working in the most efficient way because I didn't structure them in the most efficient way. So I needed to figure things out. And sometimes this is what we need to do. We need to question, take it apart, sit with it, sit without it for a while and see what's working, what's not working, why is it working, why is something not working and restructure it in a way that is working. It's like if your house falls apart you can put it back together that same way but usually you'll want to make a few changes here and there it's like this room could be a little bit bigger <laughs> and this one could be a little bit smaller so that's what happens when we start questioning things that are working that here we're telling you that when you start questioning things that are working they will fall apart or they will seem like they've fallen apart but the great news is that eventually if it works you will go back to it and you will reassemble it in the way that is going to work better because everything is always for the better. So, yeah. And it reminds me of that statement of when you love something to let it go. And if it's meant for you, come back, you know, it's like my love for like working out. Like I used to be a gym rat once upon a time and I didn't realize my love for working out and moving the body and and establishing that masculine energy until I stripped it away and was just doing strictly feminine energy stuff to where I was in my fields all the time. <laughs> like, you know, I did that for a while too. And I was like, everyone in my life was, why are you so sensitive? What have you been doing? And I'm yeah. like, oh, because I'm too much into the feminine. And that's why I also put pause on my, my, uh, my meditation and my mindfulness practice because I was too much into the feminine and I needed to get into the masculine and figure out how I wanted to do it because I was at a point too much into my masculine which was great it was powerful but I was becoming disconnected a little bit in some areas so everything is about balance guys we're not here to tell you that you're giving too much or too little. We're here to tell you that's a goddamn balance. Yeah. Just Pardon balance. me using the God's name in vain for those <laughs> that might be sensitive to such things. But sometimes we need to be uh, triggered in a way and reminded that we are out of balance and that it's important to find balance in all. Because, and balance does not mean 
giving everything here, giving everything there, focusing on one thing. It balance balance means that you're giving a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit there and a little bit there and a little bit to all these different things that are important and valuable to you. And that is how you find balance. It's not spending all day on this thing and spending another day on this thing. It's how can you spend a little bit of time on this thing, on this thing, on this thing and still find time for yourself. You know, one thing that I found was my mindfulness scrolling on Facebook that was taking away Mm -hmm. from time with my loved ones, taking time away from myself to where like, it'd be like, oh, I want to do my self-care now, but then also I want to spend time with my family and I want to do this. But if I would have just, you know, set my boundaries with my phone more, and this is what I'm working on right now is really, because I was working on it and then I stopped and now I'm back on it where like at night, I just don't want to be on my phone. I I just want to have that boundary for myself because that's the time I want for my family. You know, so it's like, you got to go through the stuff to figure out the stuff that's going to work for you. So it's all this like process that like spirals around and like goes off and comes back and spirals around and it's just a beautiful journey of life. And you yeah. know, it's how you choose to view it. Are you, are you going to ch- see it with like, um, joy or is it going to be like, this sucks. Like everything is against me. Like, uh, you know, and I choose joy and some days it's hard to choose joy. But when I do choose joy on the hard days, I get so much more growth and healing from it. Yeah, the reward is greater uh, from a place of love than from a place of misery. And the choice isn't always clear because we, when we're there, when we're in the muck, when we're in the dark, we don't, we can't find the light switch we're looking for it, we're looking for it, we can't find it, and feels like all hope was lost, but eventually, if you keep looking for that light switch, you will find it, because if you keep looking for something, you can't, you cannot not find it, it's as simple as that, and that's the reason why we also don't like, and when I say we, I mean Bethany and I, at this point, we don't like the word weight loss, because when you lose something, you're going to go and find it, so therefore, reducing the weight reducing yeah. the number if you're looking at the scale uh which i no longer I look at i i don't even want to change the batteries anymore okay. i don't even know where i put it at this point <laughs> um even though i'm right now i'm also on the journey to reducing my weight as well and part of that is like find the scale find, you know find that magic number there that is not going to make me feel any better but i don't have to make a judgment around it right it's just it is what it is now what and i already know what now so just do the now stuff Um, from a level four both (laughs) to others and for myself so anyways other than that we have gone longer than normal for by far i think for a while now so thank you thank you thank you everybody for listening and watching let me know let us know as always you're biggest takeaway from this whole entire episode with a lot of information what was your biggest takeaway followed by what are you going to do with this takeaway okay so share with that share that with us down below please share this podcast with with anyone and everyone because again this information is valuable 
and especially if it has helped you or triggered you, you're welcome by the way, um, share with others who will benefit from it and perhaps also get triggered. It's important to get triggered. Trigger doesn't necessarily mean in a negative way. Trigger could be, oh my God, this was awesome. Like aha moment. That's also a trigger. You get triggered to your own wisdom, to your own knowledge, to your own power. That's where that awareness comes from. It comes from you, not from me, not from Bethany. It comes from you. That's why you feel it from within. We're just simply helping you to connect the dots that were already there. You just needed a little bit of guidance yeah. to connect them yourself so if this has helped you share it with others because it is going to help them as well um, subscribe to our channel whether it's anchor heal the unicorn whether it is empathy unicorn academy on youtube on instagram Facebook group, Empathy Unicorn Academy as well, plus our own personal profiles, Bethany Briggs on Facebook and Yana Kasperzak on Facebook as well. So I think that's pretty much it. Find your voice. There you go. Friendly to the unicorn. And as you see us, think of us as mirrors. As we're a mirror, you, you, you're seeing yourself. Now go for it. Find your voice and find the unicorn because we're just mirroring back what you're seeing. You just yeah. maybe haven't got there quite yet, but it's possible. You got this, keep going. We all got this. Yeah. Thanks for being here. I hope y'all have a blessed day. Sending all love. Yes. One episode at a time. Yeah. Listen, learn, apply, apply, apply. Listen, learn, apply, apply, apply. Application is the most important part. And that is how you get to wherever it is that you're trying to get to. And if you're punishing yourself for something, then the first thing you need to do is become more aware of it. Forgive those that were part of it. And most importantly, yourself, because too often we forget to forgive ourselves or we might not even see the need to forgive ourselves because, oh, I'm letting go. But if you don't forgive yourself, then you can't fully let go. Um, and also uh, Sacred Circle every Tuesday, 10 to 11 a.m. or 10 to uh, 10 to 10 30 a.m. depending on how many people and how quickly we go through everything and how you know everybody feels great then we're like okay let's go so every Tuesday we will be alternating uh, hosting one week Bethany the other week me there will be um Bethany's doing breath work and uh hot beverage ceremony which is usually cacao that we bring uh, or whatever it is that you want to bring, uh, and I host meditation and burn ceremony for both of us then do a share, uh, as in like not ourselves share, but everyone, including ourselves, we do a share, and, uh, and then closing, and you guys go off on your, with your day, feeling, I don't want to label the feelings because everyone has different label at the end of what they walk away. But the one, the one common denominator with the labels uh, from what I gather is balance and center and grounding. So you clear minded. So you feel, in other words, you feel anabolic energy. You feel great healing and uplifting and you go on with the day and that carries through throughout your day. Yep. And you remember that time. So when something challenging comes up, you'd be like, 
oh yeah, remember the sacred circle? I want to, and then it helps you tether yourself back. And that's what I use my self-love self-care too, is to tether myself back during the challenging times. So we hope to see you Tuesday on Yay. November the 1st. Yes. Our first one on Tuesday the 25th and it was magical. So thank you for everyone who joined and thank you for people that are going to join all you guys and thanks for the interest and yeah. And most importantly, thank you for spreading that message and sharing with others how it was for you, what you learned, what you benefited from, and inviting other women to join us. Because at this point, right now, we're just doing women. Uh, later on, we might have men or more feminine men are, are okay to join. I feel like we've had that discussion. Uh, those that are, and that's why I use the word feminine because there's a lot of feminine energy and it takes a feminine man to be able to be comfortable among women and for women to be comfortable with a man among women right so other than that thank yeah. you guys until next wednesday unless you show up on the tuesdays <laughs> much love and thank you everybody and thanks bethany until next bye week. see you bye. later <laughs> Bye.